0: Going. What's up? Good evening. All right, so what
1: what did we all have for dinner tonight? Uh, so <laughs> so is like a big eaten. topic? Yeah, I haven't eaten yet, but I went oh. to the store right before this, and I got some salad greens and chicken. So I'm gonna have a chi- make myself a chicken salad, which is very healthy and all responsible.
0: Right. What did what, what did you scrounge up over there?
1: <laughs>
0: You're setting these like shots of of uh, okay. that pressed in the- strip mall food. Yeah, Do that Indian bros restaurant looked pretty good I mean it didn't look good for you but like that butter chicken burrito or whatever pretty,
2: <laughs> no I, I, I feel like that, that would be I, I was tempted to go there because there's you know okay so there's there's Chinese food right and there's so many different categories of Chinese food and I think like American Chinese food is just kind of one of those categories now so why yeah. couldn't it be the same with Indian food it's like Literally. a province of China Yes, it's like Toronto is or Brampton is soon going to be a province of India. Why well, shouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. <be, well>, <laughs> should yeah. be like Bramptonian Indian food. It might be very good. Look, every culture in the world has some kind of chicken and sauce and rice. Yeah, mixed together with vegetables, and it's always good. These Frankie—they're called Frankie rolls.
0: They—they they have yeah. a bro bowl I mean, <laughs> or chicken bowl <laughs> yeah. and Frankie rolls, tandoori chicken Frankie butter paneer frankie and they're what wrapped in a, they're wrapped in these like
1: yeah, either Indian chicken wraps basically
0: yeah and they're wrapped in like a non-type bread and it looks
2: it's it's it, pretty boss man it looks I, pretty I, hearty. I, it looks yeah. pretty good it did look pretty good but like, well, the, the, it, the it, it looks
1: good in the in the junk food sense of the word exactly it's like exactly. massively loaded not down not with plenty. sugar and carbs <laughs> and like not fine fried chicken
2: yeah also like around this area of town um where my parents live it's like uh if you see a restaurant on Google and it's four stars, it's actually only three and a half. Right? On in like the normal Toronto scale. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. So you gotta deduct, right? What, okay, a but what is,
0: what is up with this? Uh, what is, what you know, it's funny, you want to inquire about Doomerism. What is up with this Doomerism where you simply posted a photo of um, the rest a restaurant in Toronto, yeah, and Mike goes all in on it. Like, what the fuck? That is so depressing. What is it?
2: Nineteen eighty seven. Nineteen eighty
0: seven was a great year. I don't know why your your dog in nineteen eighty seven looks straight out of the eighties.
2: Eighty seven. Like, that strip mall looks like every place in L.A. Okay, but it's what's inside that counts, and what's inside is still nineteen. Like it's still nineteen eighty seven.
1: Oh, yeah, look at the inside of that restaurant. It looks that Indian like, restaurant looks yours. like every
2: Indian restaurant. In New York oh, no, City. No, no, that's not that's like, not an Indian. That, okay, that, okay, that photo was yeah, like, a different place. Okay, yeah, 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 like that the the one with the like the red. Flowers. I went
0: to a Chinese restaurant for lunch last yeah. week that yeah. looked exactly like this, and it was great. It was a it was a Peking Duck House.
2: I actually believed that. that <laughs> I loved it. You can find gems like that. However, look, this is the the restaurant in question that we are talking about is like a Canadian food restaurant.
0: Okay, I would eat there. Like they have booths. I know they you know, have those food like food. semi-circular booths, and yeah, you know yeah. where they would like bring food. the telephone to you when you, someone called you at the restaurant. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would have hamburgers and beer, and that's fine. It. Again, it's fine in like the junk food category. I don't like. I I would go there. <laughs> I'm just saying, you guys are super
0: down. All it is is a, it's a shopping center, and you guys are down on it, and
1: you want to know why I'm doomer? Yeah, well, it's just compressing. Like looks well. It just looks like everything else. And it looks like it's 30 years out of date. It is 30 years that's out America, of date. It's America. That's Canada. We're 30 years out of date. <laughs> well, okay. No, but... but yeah, maybe that's it, what I'm really saying. Every
2: time I walk by that place, every time I walk by that place, it is... It, it Like, it's it's 100% 55 and up white people in there. In Toronto. This never happens. This never happens in
1: Toronto in 2020. Okay. Oh, well, okay. And there's so nothing there- wrong with that. It's just like... It's just a different vibe. Yeah, it's right? super super like how like how it used to be in 1987. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
2: It's it's a time capsule. I could go in there, I'm sure it'd be fine, and I'd just be like, "Oh, okay." And and I would be fine if that that's kind of like you've gone to Germany and you've gone to a pub in Germany or like a beer house and you're having some some bratwurst and and, and lager. And like you're a tourist and be like, "Oh, yeah, look at these locals. They're here. Look at the food. <laughs> Jesus, oh, okay, cool <laughs> But the fire – it was like I actually live nearby, and that's weird.
0: I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think what's the most depressing thing is to take like a, a random a, a random exit off the New Jersey Turnpike yeah. and go to like the Dollar Tree yeah, to look well, for yeah, a bathroom. That, that is super depressing. Yeah, which I've done before. And <laughs> Dollar – let me tell you, the Dollar General or the Dollar Trees in America – Bro, oh my God! <laughs> it's you know, and, and I think Dollar Tree is now the largest retailer in America in terms of number of stores. And uh, yeah. Like what the, the 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 picture that you posted is pretty highbrow compared to what? <laughs> we should be a lot of America looks like, dude. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why you think I'm the doomer. Uh, you know about America, or whatever.
2: <laughs> Well, okay. Admittedly, I have not. Oh, been- I had a
0: hot pot by the way. I had the first hot pot of the season at home. I don't go out for a hot pot, and yeah. it was amazing. Um, it always means that I don't know. Fall for- tomorrow, I think is the first day of fall, yes. and it's uh, you know, I don't know. It's the best season.
1: I do like. Yeah, fall. I, I just drove by UCLA today, and they're like doing nice. some kind of dorm move-in or something. Yeah. So it's definitely fall. Balls was- in the air. Did you guys like?
2: Uh, like in 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 college when, like September in college. So oh again, yeah, again. So it's it was, exciting. It a, it you fun. see all your friends again. Yeah, you got a new schedule. Yeah, it's not like scorching hot. Well, maybe yeah. it is, LA, but like it, it's not scorching hot where where I went to school.
1: And you see like- your new classes, and you're yeah. like, I'm going to learn yeah. something.
2: Like shit, things are good. So things are back getting uh, back.
1: So in Southern California, it's actually when the weather starts turning cold and damp. So it wasn't. It was fun in the sense that like we could see our friends again and it was back to social time with everyone. Yeah. But, but the, like the general feeling of the season was not that great. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like All in, in California is not a good season. Well, no, because, because spring and summer are, are, are the peak. Right. And then it, it kind of just goes down into winter where it, dude, it like you, LA because, because you don't have, ago, you don't
0: have that seasonal culture. Where on the East Coast, we get all excited for fucking, you know, autumn leaves. And then, uh, you know, I don't know, whatever people do, sipping sipping hot cider. It just gets cold and foggy
1: (laughs) (laughs) instead (laughs) of sunny and awesome. Everyone on the East Coast, we all have, you know, tractors and hayrides and shit. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I mean, we, we had some of that stuff when we were a kid, but probably not to the same extent. It's just the whole vibe. Like autumn in yeah. the East Coast is just the whole. Fucking yeah, also, vibe. Um, when I was a kid, dude, it used to rain a lot more in California. So that's when the rain would come. Also, uh, uh, it's and it's starting cool. to it's starting to turn again. Like these days, it rains a lot more. Like the last two or three years, it's rained a shitload in California. A little bit of rain's not um, bad. though. So yeah, it, it was it was just different. Times. So there's that. I am, I imagine though that. For people who grew up in California but went to school on the East Coast went to college on the East Coast, it would be super exciting because they get to go back to the East Coast and Yeah. Like start that whole process over again in, you got, do you in guys go, have, Winter this, Wonderland. This is gonna sound like a really dumb question, but do you guys have like
2: do the leaves change color in California?
1: Yeah, we have some of that, but it's mainly like evergreens and palm trees. Oh, okay. So yeah. we and then like we we have like some like aspen kind of trees, but they, you know, like they, the, the, leaves are orange and red for like a week and then they're just mm, going, okay. That's they don't nice. stay for like weeks or yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. 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 East coast, uh, fall is nice for that kind of, for that kind of stuff. But alas, um, yeah, it's just not the same when it doesn't snow. <laughs> it's just gets foggy and cold and shitty and damp. So it's, you know, it's, it's not, it's not quite as elevated of a season. It's more just like downtime. Yeah. Sorry, not to kill the mood. <laughs> no, no, man. Um, uh, it's it's uh, it's
0: all good. But like, so what? What was the question of the day? Like about this doomerism? Oh,
2: okay. Well, so okay. So I mean, last couple of times we've talked, I've felt that, teen, you are very. You've gotten into a headspace where you're like very very pessimistic about the state of affairs in the U.S. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I think to a, to my mind, and even as somebody who is like, I think probably not to, I mean, in in the, in the simplest terms, like not a shit lib, probably Mm. uh, like an excessive degree of doomerism to me. Right. Mm. And I'm kind of, I don't, I'm not saying the U S is going to collapse or anything. Well, but uh, sure. But uh, like, even, even, even this sort of like, like, I, I think there was one as an example. Right. You said that probably the median Chinese person has like a better, uh, uh, a a more fulfilling life or a better life than the median American. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. I was saying. No, no, I didn't say that. I said that the median Chinese household in in mainland China has on a PPP basis more wealth, like multiples more wealth than the uh, median American household. That's not a vibe. That's a fact.
2: I would like to see the numbers on. The,
0: I can find that for you. I saw it on Twitter. It must be true. So wait, that
1: that so that takes into account like savings and all that, right? Yeah, it's, that, it's a net worth figure. It's a net worth thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Of course, like China has a savings culture, and America does, like, doesn't. Yeah, so it's just up but, to their eyeballs in debt.
0: But and 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 the part that was really sad was if you look at the average number, of course, America's average household wealth is many multiples higher than the average Chinese. Right, means, because of, of the course, extremes, yeah. we are just extremely unequal. Right, you know, sure. China's wealth distribution
1: is more is not. You know, yeah, I would be interested to know how that has changed in China over the last ten years since since the uh, Xi Jinping era. got into power. Right, like his his whole thing was like bringing back some some aspects of socialism that were on the way out previously. So. I would, be, I would be interested to see how the wealth disparity in China has gone over the last few years. I, mean, like, I don't know if any of serious. their official data can – I mean
2: – it Totally reliable. Yeah. And yeah. it's also like how do you value – The thing is there's still so many people in China that are like actually poor, right? Like from an income yeah. standpoint. Like I, I don't know the numbers offhand, but like the number of people who are living yeah, on r and RMB a month or something like that. Yeah. They're
1: just like, like straight yeah, up. Like under. Of people still, right? Yeah, they're either just like farming the fields or yeah, just yeah. construction workers in giant yeah. cities. And
2: then you kind of have to like come up with a, la- a value for like the land that they quote unquote own and the, the house that they quote unquote own. And the, and I don't know. It's kind of, I don't know. It, it's kind of a it's, it's a tough comparison to make, right? Because like, what is that shack worth out in the countryside? <laughs> yeah. um, I'm just
0: saying, the three of us are not in a position to compare the median American life because we don't live that life. Yeah, Yeah, we are clearly on the upper end of the skew, and uh, that's just
2: the fact. But like median American life, you're not talking like tenth percentile; you're talking fiftieth percentile, right in the middle, right in the middle. Yeah, but like, what is what does that look like? That's
1: I think poorer than your average Chinese
0: family in material terms.
1: Well, I think the I think the the biggest look. I'm not like super in touch with either of these hypothetical families, but I think the biggest difference is just going to be financial stress, right? Whether or not they can get their hands on actual food and furniture and all that kind of shit is probably pretty comparable because of the way that this stuff is distributed. But I think the American family is going to be under much more like actual financial stress where they have to worry about like the numbers on a week to week or month to month basis.
0: Look, here's another example is um, I posted on Twitter about how, I, I I had to get my four brake rotors changed. Uh-huh. Not that's not a huge job, you know. it's no, no, you no. just switch out the rotors and the pads. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was nine hundred dollars um, to do all four. I had an oil change too, but it it, it parts and labor. This the, you have a Rav four. Yeah, a CRV. Okay. CRV. Same, okay. Same deal. Okay. Uh, so not you know, and it was a pretty you know, it was a pretty fair price. Yeah, right? that sounds about right. About right. Right. $900. Days, yeah. Well, the Fed says that your average American family cannot pay out of pocket for a one thousand dollar emergency, and so I posted that because I heard that 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 was a well known thing that they they've surveyed uh, Americans, and I think over fifty percent said that they would rely on a credit card balance or something like that to pay for it. Like, yeah, they, would, so, they didn't so have the that, cash on hand.
1: Yeah, so that kind of expense would be they would. They, they would pro- they would either put it on a credit card if they absolutely had to do it, like the, the bricks were making a terrible racket or something mm-hmm. like that, and yeah. they knew for a fact that it was a danger to them, mm-hmm. like it's just super obvious. They, would, they couldn't put it off anymore. Yeah, they couldn't put it off. Mm. Uh, so they, I think they would stick it on a credit card. If... If it wasn't super obvious that it was a dangerous thing, then they would probably just forego it or like use or like get a yeah. set of like used rotors. Yeah. Or something. Or like machine you know? the
0: rotors themselves. Machine the rotor, weird, you know, like
1: something, something yeah. Like something, something, unsafe. Ideal. something unsafe Something okay. unsafe, basically. So I posted this and
0: someone responded to me. They're like bullshit. I just looked it up. The average family in America has four forty one thousand six hundred dollars in transactional accounts, right? Either a brokerage account or a banking account or whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, they're correct. The average, the average, the average is 41, The average amount in a in the, in the households, uh, transactional that accounts actually, is forty-one thousand six hundred. Just like that person said, but yeah. the median is fifty-three hundred dollars.
2: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, again, I,
0: I mean, when you see these huge differences in the average versus median number, you know, it just yeah, it just difference. tells you just how bad the the you know the the skew is
1: yeah if the if the average is 10 times the median that is quite yeah quite yeah I, no 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 i mean no no
2: disagreement on the on the distributional matter but if the median American is 5300 bucks us in their in their checking account is this like family or individual i don't know what's. it's a household it's a household okay yeah
0: and i don't know what is meant exactly by transactional accounts that may include
2: um like mutual funds and stuff like, yeah you know, yeah. or something like that. Sure. I don't know, but it's the, the median is fifty three hundred,
1: right? That so that just means not retirement, I think. Like, yeah, like for yeah. okay. Mm-hmm.
2: So, but like liquidish, liquid-ish. liquid. They're fifty three hundred dollars of liquidity that's, is for median. That seems very that that's that's like, like one big more than that's uh, that's probably more than like global average GDP, global median GDP per capita. <laughs> you know, but that, see
0: that's the shit. That is the shit lib view. Is is like ah, but it's more than the you know.
2: No, it's a, like I, I'm just saying, like, but you can't, Americans these people can't, Americans
0: can't even afford a fucking brake job, dude.
2: Yeah, but you have a car.
0: You have Where to have a, car? You, you have have to a car. car. you have to have a Are car. You? Yes, yes, yes. You it's have not to have a luxury a in America. You have to, because you're going to sleep in it probably. Uh, <laughs> Jesus.
2: <laughs> okay, sure. Yes, yes, yes. But think about right. the GDP that you're generating from, the, from that car.
0: Yeah, see, Um, that's the thing. I think that I think that here's here's my doomerism, man. Yeah, it's not really like a numerical thing, right? Stealing. No, I. I, The doomerism that I have about America is that it's we're we're turning we're a heathen culture, and um, I don't trust the generation that we're raising to become the leaders of like the society because the ones we have in place are already pretty fucking bad. And look at the son of the. Look at Hunter Biden, dude. That's what we're
2: facing. (laughs) (laughs) Look at at Donald Trump Jr. Okay, that's what we're
0: talking about. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't trust. One of the things that I really don't trust is our not just our education systems and like the reading and writing, but like the belief systems, the cultural values and stuff. It's it's really shockingly corrupt. You know, like. American culture. If you're really honest about it,
1: See, if the, you're not
0: the, looking at it through rose-colored glasses or ignoring mm-hmm. stuff and mm-hmm. looking at
1: cherry-picked numbers to say no, mm-hmm. we're fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think at this point, nobody thinks we're fine. It's it's sudden. I mean, it's been dawning on us for the past three or four years that everything's not fine, right? Yeah. And I think the question is, okay, to what extent is it not fine? I mean, th- like you know people like Nancy Pelosi are just openly insider trading all day long. So it obviously goes to the very top but I guess the question is has it always been like this and now we just know yeah, about I, it? Or no, we, no,
0: I don't think it has been.
1: Or is I, it just, I really don't uh, think
0: the country was this bad off. And it's not surprising. I mean like I you know you, you brought up the fourth the turning stuff last time. Yeah. I was thinking sure. about it. It was like an 80-year cycle, right? Yeah. 80 years is approximately sort of three generations. It's three
1: generations and one long human life. You, so yeah. you would
2: date from 1945, essentially, right? That would be the roughly the correct time to... I guess. Yeah, because that yeah. was
1: the end of the last fourth, fourth. turning. Yeah, yeah. 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 Approximately 80-year
2: cycle.
0: So he's, yeah. you know... But the point being that it's roughly three generations, and there's a Chinese saying, sandai, uh, which means uh. that you're... Basically, like, a family cannot
2: keep stay rich for more than stay rich
0: for more than three generations yeah yeah and uh look man there's the generation that built it then there's the generation that inherits it and then there's the generation that
1: destroys it (laughs) it, squanders it it. squanders it it.
0: and that's where we are yeah i
1: mean that's that's kind of like a folksy thing in american culture too like a folksy yeah
2: there's uh, was it rags to rags in three generations is the the yeah exactly version of it it's kind of true i, I i'm kind of I'm, I'm see i'm with you on a cultural standpoint like i do think that american Except, politics is getting really shit just like really shit really complete shit people are combative and see like political affiliation which is not uh, political party affiliation i don't think is like a, a catch-all for all politics but um is a very very good proxy I've seen numbers where it is viewed as being like more important than religion, or as like more of a more of a, a thing that you identify with versus religion now, or even ethnicity. Right? Sorry.
0: Wait. wait what is more than uh, religion? Uh, political party. Word? Yeah. Political, yeah like political what, what, uh, what sort of yeah. thing do people okay.
2: identify with the most? And political party is like has shot up from kind of low. Like mm. you know, the other selections being re- religion. Gender, ethnicity, what class, whatever, right? And political party has shot way up as like being the primary sort of um, identity, identity politics dimension, the primary dimension of that.
0: Okay, uh, that's fine. But I mean, we've always had like cultural bifurcation in America between roughly you, we used to say north and south, but now it's really like urban and rural, and yeah. that's, that's been yeah, in yeah, play yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Uh, has I it gotten know, worse? Maybe. More but. Important.
2: Religion and gender and and, and race. That's... Can I go
0: gloves off here for a sec and sure, yeah. explain to you why I think at heart you are a shitlib? And it, it has nothing to do with your attitudes about. <laughs> it has nothing to do with your attitudes about you know China or Russia. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think you have a, a shitlib core because you're an asset manager. And.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. This is not a personal attack. This is a well reasoned oh, argument. that's fine. That's fine. Um, you're a shit live at heart because you're an asset manager guy and you pay attention to markets. Yes. And markets are just the giant price signal computer, right? It's a collective yes. price signal hyper intelligence. Yes. It's not artificial intelligence, but it is a collective intelligence. And the attitude, I think, of a lot of people who get work in a place where CNBC is on all the time, you know, that kind of thing, or where you have <laughs> access to a Bloomberg terminal, you know, that kind of thing, which is all of New York City it becomes a sort of like religion and we don't notice this but i think that the the idea that the market and all of its endlessly complex price signals there is deep 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 information and truth in that and uh you know it's kind of above all of us like you know, the idea that any one of us could even make sense out of those signals would elevate us to the level of Oracle, right? Like you should make loads and loads of money if you can decode the signal that this hyperintelligence is trying to convey to us. Meaning, uh, I think we're just really enthralled by numbers. And so when we talk about the health of the country or we talk about the health of society, we look at the markets and if the markets aren't flashing red to us, if the stock market isn't crashing, you know, if yields aren't spiking, which they are and kind of is on the other side too. uh, But the number, like we don't believe anything until the numbers say it's true. And, you know, I have to think that the numbers actually are a lagging indicator in many ways, not a leading indicator. And we have more control over those numbers than we think we do. Uh, And so I'm just saying that I think, you're looking for objectivity when it comes to this doomerism, whereas I'm just saying like I'm, I'm. It's a vibe for me. It's Vibes. not. Ah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's okay. what I'm trying to say okay. is like cool. you're still, you're still looking for hardcore evidence of
2: collapse, and I'm saying, no, well, we I have. Co- no, 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 no. no. I, I, I'm not, I'm not asking for collapse here. Now, yeah. I, I maybe a shit liver heart. I am an asset man. You're a
0: market shitlib. You're not. You're not. You're not a geopolitics shitlib. You're a yeah, market, you're a, markets
2: uh, shit-lib. My, a market shitlib. Market <laughs> Yeah. Um, Numbers guy. My, I, I guess my my point is that while I agree with you on the fact that, or on the on the um, the view that America is certainly in a decay process of some sort, the point from which America is starting. Is so fucking high that your nose is still bleeding, and it's going to be a long, long way before you know. Even if even if it's heading down, it's still really freaking good, even for the median person versus the median person in a lot of other countries. Then why is our
0: why is uh, why are we having deaths of despair? Why are we having a massive, massive wave of opiate opium addiction? Basically. Yes. Why are we having uh, falling life expectancies? Why are we having uh, educational standards that are absolutely collapsing? I mean, like you saw that. Did I send? Did I? Did you see that Ape Associated Press report about how college educators, first year college educators, are absolutely shocked that the th- the things that college freshmen and I'm talking at pretty good universities like George Mason University or like Rutgers, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. like respectable four year colleges. Yeah. These they can't add fractions, dude. One of the one of the women who was teaching step first year math for STEM majors said that she had she had a small class. This is this is admittedly a remedial class, but these people got into college. And she says, "What the question she had was, what was six subtracted from negative eight equal?" And she said, "Not only were all the answers wrong, none of them were even the same. They could they can't do." Adding negative. and subtracting, we can't deal with negative numbers.
2: That's clickbait. That clickbait. That's if we clickbait. That's not clickbait.
1: That's truth, man. Well, think well. Think about it this way, right? Like, if you consider the fact that the average size of the student body at all these colleges has gone up tremendously over the last twenty years or so, it would make sense that the given it gone down. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not the average necessarily. Dude, it's just that there's the just way more fractions. remedial. I, they I mean, can't add so fractions. Like when I went to when I went to school in two thousand and one, my freshman year, I knew people who went, had to go to remedial like classes like that at UC San Diego, which is like one of the, you know one of the best schools in California. So well, that's not it, it's really always a good been, thing. I, I that's not
0: really making me feel better about it. I know. It what
1: I'm saying. What I'm saying though is there's always, there's there's a bigger incentive these days to like get these kids into school because of various. Reasons that have to do with funding and politics, yeah. but I think all these people have already have always been there. Like, there's always people that, like, a huge fraction of society just doesn't know math <laughs>
2: like, yeah. at all. Well,
1: that's they're not they're, kind of, but
0: yeah, but they shouldn't be majoring in STEM fields. uh you know, like brand name universities.
1: Well, they're going to drop out. I mean, they're not going to make it. Well, they that's what they. Be, that's like, they it, 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 what they should have dropped out in high school
2: to go and get like a four hundred grand a year tech job now, right? So it's just kind of a sign of the times, but. I'm just saying
0: that, like, in in, in, any look, let's not pretend that the edge system of education in America is normal. It's terrible. Everyone knows this. This is not a secret. Just as unequal
2: as a wealth distribution. I'll I'll, I'll put it that way. Just as unequal as a wealth distribution. So, well, it's not good. No, but it's great at the high end.
0: I'm just saying that, you know, a lot of the indicators of social health are doing badly, even if the stock market hasn't collapsed or. Bond market yeah. still relatively stable. You I, know, mean, like, I, I don't.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I just think a lot of it has to do with the fact that most most people in college. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say most, as in more than fifty percent of the people in college should not be in college. Yeah. They should be doing something else. They should be doing. Yeah, I mean, they should be doing
2: like a vocational school or something
1: like that. Something, just anything, just
2: whatever. You know, like. But that's and, How
0: are people graduating high school in the first place, not knowing how to add fractions? I mean, we're not talking anything terribly difficult here. I it's mean, like one third plus one half, you know, that kind of
1: thing. If a GED is by definition equivalent to a to a high school diploma. So, if they can get a GED, they have a high school diploma, and whether or not they get into a college, it's there's no test. There's they just. It, you, they just get in, like somebody allows them to go, right? And then somebody else allows. Well, I think them to it pay means it. that
0: the schools are just passing them along and giving them inflated yeah, grades because they don't want to deal with them. They Absolutely. don't want to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, they and don't
1: want to they, they actually educate people, so they put right. them into different they, Everyone is the teaching the metric. Guaranteed.
0: Every institution is just trying to pass itself off cool. as as numerically and empirically normal, but there's so much fraud. And yeah, I think awful, education it. is an example where they're passing kids that are functionally illiterate. I mean, they were, um, and they're just passing them because they're
1: like, "Well, they might, if we don't pass them, we're going to look like we're fucked up." I mean, part of the reason why I didn't really try that hard in college was because of the uh, like my my um, compulsory educ part of my compulsory education was a bunch of like super left wing political stuff, and like even when I was eighteen years old, and I really was not even um, politically aware or active. I kind of knew it was BS because I would write these essays and they, you know, they wouldn't actually grade what I wrote. They would just grade it to some rubric that somebody had made up. So, I mean, I, I think to a certain extent, these huge public institutions, especially are really just de- like kind of diploma mills. And in the last 20 years, the amount of public funding for, you know, loans and, um, the, the fucking KPI ification of education has, has really, given all these institutions an incentive just to grow bigger and bigger and bigger and like kind of push people through, you know, cause that's how they get their funding and that's how everyone kind of just keeps going and, along this. And that's,
0: path. that's my fear is that is, is that America's problem is this sort of um, like, you're right. I think that the institutional architecture of America is very solid and sturdy. Uh, America is a very overbuilt kind of society and you know you can make fun of our lack of maintenance on the infrastructure, but that shit was built over spec, and you know it it lasts way longer than like it has any right to. You know, like we're like you make fun of the New York City subway. I'm like this thing's been basically unmaintained for a hundred yeah. years, and the it's problem still working.
1: It, yeah, the problem is it still works. <laughs> yeah, a it's lot still of the time. fucking wor- I
0: don't know what the fuck they were they were building this stuff out of pure iron or something, but it it still fucking works. And um. So I think you're right. There's a structural solidity to America. It is very solid, but the problem is that we're coming apart. We're starting to fade at like the cellular level. You know what I mean? Like it's it's um it's not a it's not a catastrophic structural problem that I'm I'm talking about. It's just this general fading um, of of something like spirit or some shit like you know we're we th- we're purpose. in the third generation man and you know we're the generate we're the we're the we're, we're 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 beyond the shelf life i think <laughs> of the the what what is the word like the vibrancy or something like the the expiration date
2: yeah, but it's, like we're just not. Just,
0: yeah, but oh, just like people just don't like give the, a fuck.
2: Yeah, people yeah. just don't give a fuck. They you're don't in, give like, a fuck Anhui about anything, phase, right? You're in the ennui phase, where you're just like, yeah. This is
0: beyond ennui, <laughs> man. I had ennui as a kid, growing up in the burbs. <laughs> every you know, every fucking American suburban teenager had on American suburban ennui. and that's why we listened to the shit that we did, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, every suburban kid was listening to, like Green Day or something, yeah? dealing with suburban. On we, I'm talking about like a loss of life force, and I think COVID, it, you know, after COVID, I think the big effect of COVID, you know, not not just the virus, but like the whole event. Yeah, I think the country's just exhausted. I just, I just, I just get this general sense of just exhaustion, and um, I never thought about that, but I'm like, maybe exhaustion is something that can happen to like a whole civilization. It's like a civilizational exhaustion
1: i mean i think the fact that it i mean it's super hard to get ahead right like it is compared to where you were even a a year or two or three or four or five years ago for for most people so i i think once you get to the phase where you know whether you're an individual or an organization or a company or a or a country once you get to the point where you you where the hard work doesn't equal results no matter how hard you try, it, it has a really poor cycle. It has a really intense psychological effect on people start to lose faith that they can through hard work, get anywhere in life. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, uh, I mean, I think a lot of this has to do with housing prices and, and inflation, right? Like it, the, yeah, the CPI numbers have gotten really bad, especially during the COVID years. And, and now, you know, they're, they're kind of, but I think Still even- a little higher, but but even before that, since the since Y2K basically, since the millennium yeah. the turn of the century, the uh, like everything has just been exploding in cost and price. And I and the the problem is I it's not that it's not that like the prices are high, it's it's that nobody really knows why. So people are fighting over the reasons why and that makes the solution seem so far out of reach. That it's like not even worth trying in the meantime to like get to I think get to some kind this, of resolution
2: this exhaustion thing though like i see it not just in like, like I, I i guess I, i've talked to many people who let's say are at the sharp end of the income distribution and who have houses oftentimes paid off in toronto and whatever right but even Like this kind of post-COVID, what in this question of what the heck am I doing? Why shouldn't I just like go and retire and chill? This is a very, very common thing, even among... Exactly. uh, I think
0: that is such a great observation, which is that fucking everyone I know is just thinking about
1: putting this all behind them. Yeah. I, I am. I mean, like I was mentioning earlier, I just started a new job, but like I really had to like sit down and think about it for... Fucking two years. Like, <laughs> do I actually want to do this? And you, and that's what I'm saying. You know, like at the individual level, that's not a big deal. Yeah. You know,
0: like if you personally feel that like you know what, to, I've kind of had to enough to... of the rat race. Yeah. Look at you know, fine. But if, but it all, that only is okay if you know a portion of the society at any given time feels that way. What happens if everyone feels that way all at the same time? And I wonder actually if that is the source of inflation to some ex- to a large extent, which is. Maybe. This loss of productivity, which is tied to inflation, is a result
1: of sort of right, worker you gotta, exhaustion. Yeah, you got to incentivize people with way more money, right? And yeah, the strikes, yeah. Are, the strikes are the strikes that are happening right now are also another. Yes, yeah. or, or and people,
0: what what makes me doomer, Steve, uh, Steve, is yeah. that it seems to me that the only real response that the ruling class has in mind is just more fear and more discipline, And they don't know any other way. They can't restore energy. They can only restore fear. And I don't think it's going to work.
1: Yeah. This is generally in the past where some kind of breakthrough politician has had to show up and fix things. You're not getting getting a breakthrough at the present time. Yeah. Yeah. Like FDR or JFK or somebody. There there had to be a crisis. Or Reagan. Reagan. There had to be a
0: rallying crisis. And I think that you're, you're talking about, I think that the thing with, um, those crises was you were talking about a, a civilization that was in the grips of fear and, and, and maybe confusion. And then you can rally around someone who gives you clarity and confidence. But I think our issue now is not fear and or confusion. I think it's just exhaustion. And I think people just need to fucking rest. Um, and I, I don't think that the old prescription is going to work. This time around, and if they try right. it, I, I fear that I really worry that they're just going to make it
2: worse so at, at the risk of at the risk of being the, the market shit liv. Um, <laughs> how does this jive with the unemployment rate being a mid three handle?
0: Because because so many people are just not fucking in the market. They're not participating. They're not. Yeah, there's the, no the labor, participation labor participation rate is, rate is low. really low. Yeah.
2: Participation rate w- ha- was going down for many many years as a, there's a demographic long
1: term trend wow. is
2: down. Long-term trend is down, but it's, it has stabilized. Uh, I think around
1: sixty. It will, yeah. It's, it's stabilized at a low level, especially young men, right? Yeah, like,
2: yeah. It's stabilized at a lower level. Just lower don't. Do within, at much that much sort of fixed level, the unemployment rates come way down. The median. I, I'm still of the view, and this is perhaps like uh, quote unquote hot take that um, post like the median American came out of COVID like actually pretty okay. Housing equities out. They got a bunch of transfers from the
1: government. Yeah. Well, we're not in a total oh, crater low. of America. I economy. think to believe that yeah, is, is market is shit liberty
0: at its I mean, finest though. I don't think yeah, Americans yeah. came out of COVID yeah. well at all.
1: It ha- it can't all be vibes. If you look well, if you look at it from pure like yes, cash, cash being spent, yeah. then yeah. yeah, it wasn't an cash unmitigated disaster.
2: Cash in the bank, equities are uh, uh, equities are still up but, since COVID. Housing well, equ- value of housing equity is way yeah, but, up. dude,
1: but you're 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 it's well, like this, you're this is like being stuck in a job you hate that pays a lot. Right, <laughs> like, yes,
2: like welcome. You, to can, you can
1: be doing fine on paper and welcome making a lot of money, but if you're miserable, you know, then the problem, it's not Americans good.
2: want too much. They want to. Ju- they want to jump with meaning. <laughs> they want to jump with meaning. You know, I I wouldn't like, underestimate ten thousand
0: dollars in the bank, not five. I wouldn't underestimate <laughs> the importance of there being a sense of collective, um, pro- a collective project. Uh, you know, I think that most people I know. Need some level of belief, true or not, that their job actually is useful to someone somewhere. Not necessarily yeah. like to humanity, but that you know they're on, a, on any given day they're they're actually like helping someone or something. Like if they basically, if I wasn't doing my job, yeah. it would be a real problem. You know, and and I've had plenty of experiences where I'm getting paid really good money to basically do nothing. And it yeah. feels like shit, dude. Even yeah, like, you don't feel fun. like you're getting away with
1: anything. You're just constantly worried that like, well, this can't last. It, well, it's not just can't last, but I'm not sharpening my, I'm not keeping, I'm not my sharpening skills my skills. I'm yeah, just so getting lazy. That part, that when it does part end, part it's going to be double. The, that's like going to be double the pain because I just yeah, got flabby during
0: that time. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So this is why I personally prefer to start companies and, Work contracts when I'm doing, but okay, you know, but 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 that but that's that, another story.
2: that's addressing the second part of it, right? Like the I'm getting I'm getting sort of professionally flabby. Yeah. Do you care about the first part?
0: Yeah, I do. I I, I it doesn't have to be, I, it doesn't have to be I'm like doing God's work, but I, it has to be like, look, someone needs this, so you know, someone needs this to get their job done. So you know, I think people need to know that they're. Job is like not complete waste of everyone's time. Yeah, m-
1: most people want to be needed. Yeah, that's pretty basic, yeah. I think.
0: Yeah. Yep. And I think that uh, that that might be a problem uh, right now for a lot of people.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of a yeah. lot of work though is so like process, like on, like process t- a tie. I don't even know the words to describe yeah. it. Like everything's put into like MBA style processes where you don't really interact. It's like org chart pinball. pinball, Yeah. Yeah. So like the people you interact with, are not necessarily your quote unquote customers, even if they're internal, you know, you're just doing stuff in a system and you don't really, you don't really have much context in in, in the sense of like, who am I doing this for? What is this for? It's that movie Brazil, you know, you're,
0: you're just, it's like, you're just like a, you are a pancreas inside some massive torso.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Chemicals yeah, come yeah. in, and I shoot yeah, it back to, out. You know, I don't want to sound like a psycho, but I, this on this thing of like, do I? I was thinking about this for for a moment there. Do I want? Do I need my job to have meaning? I or to meaning in the sense that like somebody else really needs it and made somebody else's life better. Use I'm not, value. Yeah, yeah I am not sure I need that beyond the because the the first part and second part to me are correlated beyond the oh if i'm doing something completely meaningless maybe it'll go away in like 2 years. Well, you would worry about but i worry about it from the losing it part not
1: the oh my well, god. Well, hold on. Like so i i think we all make approximately at least at the peak times about the same amount of money, right? The three of us in general yeah. like the same close enough made. that it the, it's it's yeah. the yeah. small yeah. differences here. So yeah, yeah. So in other words it's towards the higher end of like the normal like have a job kind of income, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, in those kinds of jobs, somebody is asking you for shit all the fucking time. So you you generally know that you're cons- you're wanted, right? Like if you're if you're sitting there like pondering the existence of or the meaning of what your job is, that means that that's like a very rare thing. Yeah, it means that you're than... it means that you're not going to be lasting very long.
0: Yeah, exactly. That, and I've that, been like, there
1: for people you're, who you're make airplanes like Yeah. For people yep. who make more than like 150, 200 grand, like if, if you start getting the three, four, five area, like you're, <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 when you're gone, people fucking notice for sure. I well, think.
0: I, mean, yeah, I don't know. In tech, I think there's a lot of bullshit jobs in the $300,000 right? yeah, but
1: they, they don't. I, I don't. I don't know how 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 common that really well, it is. Might, it might have
2: been. Yeah. Un, it might have been uncommon. But
1: yeah, I, I don't I, know how common that really is because first of all, mo- most of most jobs, even executive level jobs, don't. Are are, are stock based. Mo- most of the money comes from stock based compensation because nobody wants to pay the payroll taxes. Well, this may be a distribution thing above. that I'm
0: talking about here, but I've heard the the printed number for the average salary at Google was three hundred thousand dollars.
1: Total comp because it's for ten salary. years, there's, yeah, you know, believable. The average salary stock, like flew
2: for ten years, totally believable. Yeah, totally believable. No, no, no,
0: I don't think that was a total comp number. I think that was the average salary. Okay, I mean, but that yeah, might that, be that, you know that might be a thing where. Someone's blowing. So that's over. right at that's
1: like right at the cusp, right? Like quarter. What would you say? Three hundred. Three hundred thousand. Yeah, that's right at the cusp. If you're, if you're making five or six, people are asking you for shit constantly. Mm-hmm. If you're under that, then you can just kind of sit at your desk and work on some code. That's that's average, right? Yeah, yeah. But so like if, you're, if you're making if you're so I think the the tax cutoff is like one sixty five, and then it starts to really explode at like two hundred and seventy eight thousand or something like that. So if they're paying you over 270, which is like over 300, basically, that means they really, really, really need you there because they're paying all sorts of payroll taxes on the back end and you're paying all sorts of payroll or uh, income taxes on the front end. So it's, yeah, like that's where the, basically what I'm saying is that's where the dividing line is. You can
0: can tell how uneven America is because like sometimes, like I have two reactions to hearing what people make. One sometimes is like, holy shit, they make that much money? And the other reaction is like, how do you, how do you even like carry on? Like, you know, like how do you, how, how do you even change the oil in your car or <laughs> fix a broken window? Like, yeah, it's a bimodal distribution. Yeah. It's like, like my two reactions to uh, hearing about people's financial situation is like, what well, the fuck? How do you make that much money? And what right. the fuck? How do you have no money? Right, so it the clusters. Reactions.
1: It clusters around like fifty and like five hundred k. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Like most, well, it's, yeah, It's almost exactly, exactly. one order right. of magnitude. It's like okay, fifty yeah, k. Right. You're like doing the math. Like, how the fuck do I pay for a nine hundred dollar break job? Yeah, on fifty k when I take home, you know, thirty nine of that or whatever. Yeah, and then yeah, and then like one order of magnitude on the other end of the on the distribution at the other hump in the thing. It's like yeah, okay, how. Like, what the fuck do you actually do that justifies, you know, $50,000 a month or yeah. whatever? Yeah.
0: So, so my doomerism is that one, you know, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm thinking about, uh, not just my personal situation, which I think is very personally, I think is very, uh, fortunate, but the, the, the sort of like overall environment is, you know, you've got to take into account like, you know. how how your median person is doing out there. And I don't think they're doing really well Uh, because like, you know, and frankly, the other thing is like, everything's so expensive here, right? Like I just don't like just basic shit, like a basic old ass house that no one would dream about living in, (laughs) but you know,
1: except for for its location is beyond reach. I mean, it's, it's so crazy. Like I remember reading on places like Reddit or hacker news just maybe 10 years ago. How people were shocked to have learned how cheap everything was in the U.S. compared to places like Europe or the wealthy parts of Asia, but now it's almost—it it's, hasn't flipped, but it's going but long. the U.S. is just catching up to the rest of the world now in terms of just how fucking expensive everything is and how much taxes you have to pay for everything. Yeah, and everything's like, honestly
0: it's a little shittier than the rest of the world. I, I know we like Americans have such this huge bias to think that we're the most modern and we have the most luxurious lifestyles, but we do not. We just don't because anyone who has the wherewithal to go travel to a foreign country realizes pretty quickly, we have a shitty lifestyle. Our cities are, are not attractive. High our cost lifestyle, our public, you know, our the, just sort of like the public space
1: in America is just yeah, shitty. the average, the average life is not as great now. Yeah. If you have a ton of money, you can do whatever the fuck you want. And just civic the civic
0: life, like just yeah. public life is just not great. I'm not saying it's a complete disaster, but it's not great. I mean, it is it's a lot of highways and it's a there's not a lot of public space and there's just not a lot going on. Whereas in other parts of the world, you know, cities are just better designed. They're just more livable and attractive than American cities. And you know, anyone who has traveled had the luxury of international travel has noticed this for sure. Am
1: I wrong? I mean, that's right. I mean, yeah. I mean, the thing is in the, in the past, you could paper that over, right. With cheap cars and gas and cheap food and all that stuff. But now it's, now it's like, wait a minute. What am I actually, you know, what's the upside? Yeah. What's the upside? (laughs) There really isn't no upside. There's no, it's tough to, it's tough to identify what the upside is because now you're paying just as much for, now Now you're not getting as much for, for the amount of money you pay.
0: Yeah, there's no, there's just no, there's no happy medium in America. You know, you're either a have or a have not. And I would, I would venture to say that actually that situation for the haves, um, especially if you're not, I mean, if you're just like barely a have, you know, which I would say we are barely haves compared yeah. to what a true have is, right? Yeah, barely, yeah we're barely halves
2: we are we are closer to i uh, could
1: i could wake up tomorrow and shit could be very different
2: yes. yeah yes.
0: i i for one would would trade um my income uh my, my 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 income to a large degree to live in a society where like everything was better for everyone i would make that trade not out of a sense of like oh uh you know, I want to be a good person, but I think my
2: daily life would be better. Yeah, totally, totally. No, I I totally agree with uh, that.
1: I don't know if I would, but <laughs> yeah, I would so have to I would have to yeah. think about I would have to think about it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I personally would rather live in a society where look everyone was sort of like financially secure and yeah. you know, there wasn't fucking crime everywhere and poverty everywhere. Like it felt yeah. like a healthy you know, fair and vibrant society, rather okay, than I see what you're saying. things yeah, are it, shitty, it, things are falling apart. But I still got my so social paying job so that I don't know cool. how long yeah, that's, it's such, a, that's
1: for. such a hypothetical, right? Like that—that's not actually not, though, possible. But there's a lot of
0: places like that. What, like where though? Like I think America's like one of the worst places for this. Um, I man, think no. a lot of Europe yeah, even yeah, is better. Despite go. despite all the gloom and doom we say about Europe, I think a lot of European societies are better at this than we are by far. I think France is better at this than we are. I think even the UK is probably better at this than we are. UK seems like a shithole, right? Now. UK seems like a shithole, but I think in a way they're probably better off than America.
2: I should,
1: we, Mike, uh, Mike, you're going to you're going to you're going to Europe, right? I'm going to Italy in three okay. days. Yeah.
2: Oh, well you should do some
1: do some, do some do some reporting on the. Yeah. yeah. love Yeah. Exactly. In Rome. Um, no, but yeah, I, I, I agree yeah, with yeah. like
2: the the idea. Like the, the why do I feel a drive to go and make money? it's not for me it's so that i can ensure to the best of my ability that my kids are going to have a reasonable enough lifestyle when right. they grow up so that they can afford a house in a major you know tier 1 metro in 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 the world or whatever and you know all that and to do that i have to make sure i send them to a good school in the right major to do that i have to make sure i send them to Ideally, like a private school, right, have the right friends and, and so on and so on. Also, that they do not fall off the upper middle class train, which we, we worked very, very hard to get into this train, to get into this, this tier. And it would be irresponsible of me in that view to give it up. That's why I work. But, yeah, would, well, I but, but for, would, I, would I trade that for like a guarantee that my kid's life is going to be pretty okay and pretty okay with, along with everybody else? Yeah, I would. What I'm
0: saying is my my point is that I think that we're 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 at a we're at a moment in the life cycle of our civilization. Let's call it like the North American yeah. c- civilization or whatever. Since you're a Canadian, um, that you know we have to really worry about this. Like all my friends who are parents have that same feeling like they have to their main financial stress is to sort of buy the security of their children yes and you know it just wasn't that way with my parents you know they didn't give a shit they were just like we're gonna throw you in the public school and then you're gonna find your way out and you're gonna you're (laughs) gonna they just threw me
2: into a a system
0: that they trusted and their trust in that system was largely justified because the schools were functional and as long as we didn't get ourselves you know, in trouble or whatever. We just did what we were supposed to do, more or less. We didn't have to be exceptional. You just did what the teachers asked you to do. You did what the programs asked you to do. And you just went on the path that, you know, and there was no oversight. My parents weren't like, you know, constantly trying to help guide me through the system. The system had its own built in guidance system for the students. They actually taught us how to navigate these, you know, how to navigate our own educations. And we did fine. And I don't think that that's like people have trust in that anymore, um, and they're they're probably right to not have that trust because well, I don't think the system but works. But so you're, well. you're you're highlighting like a very unique time. In yes, that's what I'm saying. It was a unique time, right. and and it was a good better time.
2: It was, it was definitely a better time, but like that might have been unique, not just for America, but like. In human history
0: no 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 i don't think that's true
2: i mean like you're talking about an era a little bit late for that but like you're talking about an era where and there was legitimately an era after the second world war where like an american could finish high school or sometimes not even finish high school and go and get a job in a ford plant buy a detached house you know provide for a family of four on that ford plant job with no college education and have a stable retirement that was like what, like the the sixties and seventies, fifty, 50s, 60s, 70s? And that, and that and that. So that was kind of like the the environment in which your par- maybe your parents didn't grow up in in the states, but like that was kind of the 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 world that they and their peers, that was the promise. peers would have inhabited, right? But I think that kind of that kind of set of conditions probably is globally and through time very very rare, All right? So it's it's like. uh, You're saying we're just reverting to the norm. Yes. And and, and this is just normal life.
0: I I would disagree. I think that that America is – it's hard for me to say because I haven't really lived abroad. But I've seen enough and I've heard enough, meaning like in New York City, you'd meet a lot of people who come from abroad. And they all notice this difference. And the difference is that in America, there just isn't – there – it, they say it, it just really feels like you're on your own here as an individual there isn't like um isn't
2: social yeah, yeah 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 yeah
0: there's not like this sense of living within a larger society it's just kind of like one you know you're just like your own island and and you know it, if you fuck up <laughs> you know that's on you like I hope you have like family to back you up or something because no one else is gonna help you and it's, there there isn't a sense that you know you're part of like a larger society that actually gives a shit about you.
1: I think it's, uh, I mean, throughout American history, that hasn't been uncommon, right? Like, just think of, think of the 1800s. But it's supposed to get better. You know? Yeah, but, I mean, uh, I I don't know how that's, how that's supposed to happen, right? Like, some kind of social cohesion is not necessarily the outcome of a place like America. Right. Like that can, it can happen in local areas and regions, but not like as a, as a huge country, like
2: yeah, I just maybe. think of, you know, I think, mean, of,
1: think of like the, 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 the social demographic dynamics of the late 19th century, like in, you know, in Staten Island and, or excuse me, um, what's the, uh, Long Island. What? No, no, no. The, 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 fucking Island, Ellis Island, like all the people who came in through Ellis Island, and Angel Island on the West Coast, like, you know, like that is America. Like you're just kind of on your own and good luck.
2: Uh, <laughs>
1: well, no, I don't know about that. I think that the,
0: I think there was a stronger Catholic church back then. I think there were stronger benevolent uh, societies. Yes. I think if not the government, there, I think there, there were was more just, binding agents. But, in society. That, that, yeah. that
1: was all like heavily ethnic, you know,
2: yeah, that was ethnic.
1: That was that was all like based around your your country of origin and ethnicity and all that stuff. Yeah, but like, there were but there was a setup for it. I mean I'm just saying
0: that uh I think if you look at the problems that people are suffering from, which for example, like the Surgeon General of the United States has been on this campaign of trying to raise this alarm on people dying out of loneliness. I mean that's Pretty shocking for the fucking Surgeon General to be like, "Hey, listen, guys, I'm looking at the data, and people are dying of fucking loneliness." You know, uh, what does it, that mean, though? Like heart attacks or overdoses? Yeah, I like don't know what? what it means to be honest. But okay. I, I, he's just saying that there, there's, there's a lot of social indicators that suggest that people are extremely yeah, I uh, yeah. isolated. I
1: blame video games, but
2: yes, yeah, go on. There's,
1: I don't think. <laughs> there, yeah, okay, but there's no simple. I mean. No, like, I mean, just look at Japan. They were ahead of us by 20 years in this regard, right? I guess. Like, their their, their whole, like, loneliness epidemic started in the 90s. I guess the, the, my frustration about this is
0: that nobody... When I try and convince people of this, the response is always, <laughs> like, it's always been like this, dude. Like, you know, it's this is just how it is. And I just don't think it is. I think that there's a lot of evidence to suggest that we're in a new
1: era well,
0: of isolation and hold on. so
1: so I don't I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that it's always been like this. I think that there are periods where it's like this. Yeah, we're in and one of them. America, yeah, and American go, America goes in and out of these periods based on what I don't know, but mm. it's it's not like a permanent condition where it's irreversible. No, I don't think permanent. it's
0: permanent, but I think yeah. that we're going to have to hit rock bottom before it you know
1: right by definition there's always going to be some kind of rock bottom yeah but,
0: the question is what is the American rock bottom gonna be I'm thinking it's pretty bad dude what yeah, do you think okay. so
1: yeah I mean we're, we're basically back at the fourth turning conversation exactly right? like, yeah it was first it was the Civil War then the World War II, then yeah and, you know like that's pretty much it because America's only 200 and whatever years old
2: <laughs> like
0: Steve so, I guess what I'm saying is I don't think we're rock bottom I think if you look at indicators we're probably fine right now but I think that the, yeah. the jet is out of fuel man. And we're coasting. We are trading altitude for speed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you
1: know? So we'll hit the ground at 300 miles an hour.
2: I I, I guess my response is like, you have no idea how far it is to the bottom. Exactly. And And the farther, the worse it is. Another way of saying it can get so much worse. Or you don't know you, you, you still don't know how good right. you, you actually well, have. I think we're insulated.
0: I think the three of us have to admit that we're insulated from seeing the worst of what's going on. But if you're on if you're if you're open-minded to what people are saying and and writing, it's pretty bad.
1: Well, I mean I don't know if I'm insulated from the worst. I mean, I'm surrounded by homeless people. So am I. I'm just saying personally, like our personal lives. Well, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. But I mean, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's, it's not like we're out of touch in the, in the sense that we can't see it. it. You know, it's definitely happening and we can definitely see it. Yeah. But I mean, okay. So just to, to take this analogy one step further, you know, if you're zooming towards the ground in an airplane, but you have plenty of altitude, like that's, that that's actually getting that's getting you closer to a recovery state where you can actually get some airspeed and pull up and like hopefully and and pull out of the dive right like hopefully it's when you're it's when you're it's when you're like in a plane well, you better so have a crack
0: plane, pilot to do
1: that and I don't think we yeah, have crack a, pilots well yeah I mean in a plane the analogy goes if you're if you're trying to pull up you're just gonna bleed off speed and then just plummet towards Hold the ground down, backwards yeah. And, yeah. and stall out but. You know,
2: you guys still have to hit some kind of crisis moment, like true crisis moment. It's not it's not here yet. It's not here yet. Like January 6th was a joke. That's not
0: you're only saying that because I think you're you're still you're still looking at numbers. You want objective proof that we've hit a crisis. And I'm saying, yeah, I think the crisis, look, it may not have peaked. But we know it's here, and I—it's—it's it's like getting a cancer diagnosis. Well, it, it is, Maybe you're fine for now, but we know we got the biopsy, and this is serious. That's—that's that's kind of like how I think of what's going on.
2: We're, yeah, I, I guess we're still like, yes, we are in crisis vibes, and I'm looking for crisis data. Uh. Yes, I am looking for crisis. Yeah, but
0: you're looking you're looking at it in prices. You're looking at it in in some of the most artificially
2: manipulated numbers. Prices aren't good because those are just like in in the economic data that we have. It can't all be just vibes. Like there's doom. Like it is not out of the question that you are simply like this generation's doomsayer, right? Like it could be the case. There, there could have been, there could have been doomsayers in, in the good old days of the 1980s, 1990s for the U.S. as well, right? And it's like we don't remember those people.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. look, too, too I'm not interested. Look, that, that's the point. Is the if by the time you get proof of it, it's too late.
2: That's fair. Uh, so the,
0: the question, man. I think it is, look. It is very much like a vibes question, but the issue is, are you just inherently biased against the notion of vibes? Do you think that's a fraudulent thing? No, no, thing? it's, it's not, that, or, not that. Or are you, you know, do you kind of sense, like do you have an intuitive sense
2: that something's wrong? Yeah, I mean, I, look, like, I, di- I think we disagree in degree, not in direction. Um, and I'm trying to like figure out how much of a degree-based difference we have. I think one of the differences that
0: you're you're in Canada, and I do think it. that things are more attenuated there than they are in the United States. That might be it. And I haven't like been we are more craven now. than you guys.
2: Uh, I also <laughs> do not.
1: Well, I don't know. Like, I work downtown. I walk around downtown. Well, you have you have kids too, right? So you hang out with other parents a lot. Yeah. And I definitely don't. So I don't. I don't see any of that like optimism. In other, oh, I mean, well, I, I hang out with like a lot of parents, and and things? I would okay. not call them an optimistic. It's not optimism; much. it's anxiety. It's anxiety. anxiety? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I wouldn't I, anxiety. Anxiety. I don't hang out with parents. But okay, so even with so even with the parents crowd, everyone's they're anxious. Yeah,
2: there, there's a yeah, there's absolutely anxiety over. Okay, okay, is your kid doing well in school? Are they going to be you know this and that? Um, are they going to be the, the long-term worry of are they going to get into a good university will they be able to afford a house? Uh, yeah see this is
1: this is a lot this has a lot to do with why I don't want or aren't planning on ha- on having kids. I'm not planning on having kids ever because this just seems like a fuckload of shit to worry about where in in the in the like my generation it was mainly optimism. Mm. for parents and now it's mainly it's Thanks. not pessimism it's just anxiety and I, how was
0: that optimism expressed i think in in my community or locale where i grew up it was mostly parents who weren't really that worried about you they were just kind of like yeah i mean just it's do strange. what the system strange. tells you to do did the teacher tell you to do that you do it yeah we trusted the schools of... to educate you they trusted I mean, that the colleges yeah, would educate yeah, you and then they trusted that industry would take care of you uh, on the same terms that it took care of them. My my parents trusted the
1: system, I think, to a fault. Like they put way too much faith in the school system. But but yeah, that was the default. That's what. Everyone yeah, and
0: did. now the default is I don't trust the schools at all. Yeah. And yeah. so, I I I just don't think parenting today is the same as it you as it was for our parents, where they they could largely just sort of kind of let you be in in, you know brought up by the system and it'll work out okay and they took care of the bare minimum and and you were sort of managing your own shit and and, it would be fine yeah Yeah.
2: it was fine and the the guidance counselor would help you with your college applications that was that was kind of my experience as well although i also think it was it wasn't perfect
0: i'm just saying that on balance it was more like that than it was than it is now right i mean there were problems
2: back then but I don't know. Is, well, look, it's we could also just be thinking of it that way because we survived it, and there's like there totally could be a survivorship bias thing here too, right? Like we all went to we all went to university, right? It all worked out.
0: I think so the big think thing think It was fine. I I think the big thing that I struggle with uh, in trying to bring my message of doom to the people <laughs> is this sort of like is this sort of reflexive gaslighting that I get. Which is fair. I'm not saying it's not fair, but it is the response often is the gaslighting to say, are you sure it's not just you? And I, I took that question very seriously. I mean, it could just be me, mm. but I, the more, so I'm constantly double checking myself. Like I'm on constantly benchmarking myself against what other people are saying. Yeah. I'm constantly thinking of like, am I able to actually make predictions that are accurate from yeah. my attitudinal orientation? Or am I completely out of whack? And I just... No, I like my doomerist view about America allows me, I think, to actually interpret the news more accurately than I would otherwise. I can sense what's going on better because I'm more open-minded to the fact that things are a lot worse than people are saying. And so, you know, what's going... Like, like say for example, what what happened with that last Fed um, announcement where suddenly the markets got spooked. Yeah, because they started realizing, wait, shit, they're not going to drop rates. Yeah. This is so scary. you're starting to see the reinversion yeah. of the curve. That doesn't surprise me. I've been taught. We've, you know, this is this is exactly what you would expect if you started to understand, like, you know, just how serious a problem uh, the ruling class sees things, like how alert. How what I'm saying is my doomerism. I'm probably just picking up on the vibes that I think the ruling class is at the very very top how they feel about things I think they're they are in a state of panic
1: with the ruling class like the people who control the interest rate type, that type of person the, the capital the cap- capital, the capitalist class
0: I, mean, I think yeah. the fed is largely you know just sort of uh, an organ of that class right right so they're, they're, they're kind of they're kind of projecting the feelings of yeah. that. I mean, that the, the interest that, that they're protecting is a people. specific type of hierarchical economic yeah. management system in America that yeah. to them is even, inviolable. Even if this is, this is America. So you have to reinstill worker discipline through increased worker precarity. And this is on the record. It's not, this isn't, I don't think I'm engaging no, in any no, sort of it's, speculative it's not, it's, fantasy. It's, it's, they, would the just,
2: they would just use different words to describe it, but that, they, uh, they use worker insecurity. They they will say like they won't frame it as like a, and they probably won't even believe that this is you know like I, I don't think Jerome well, they call, call
1: it the maximum answer. employment, which maximum the maximum
2: stable rate of employment and stable yeah. prices. Right? right, I'm talking right, about right. Janet they,
0: Yellen's paper. I'm talking about Alan Greenspan's speech <laughs> yeah. uh, to Congress about. How do we have such low inflation? If we have such lo- uh, low unemployment, and his response was, "We still think there's a lot of worker insecurity baked into the system, despite the low unemployment rate, and that is
2: a magical is it, state of affairs." Uh, Greenspan was a bit of a dick, but um, just being honest in, in in retrospect, yeah. But like, even even without this. Like I don't think Powell goes to bed thinking, "Oh shit, I got to make some more worker insecurity." I think he does. absolutely he does. Why hold do you, hold you hold think on. he's worried? Hold, that the, on, hold on, he's gonna. He's you really gonna,
0: think he's worried that the the economy is overheating like on. an engine? Yes, yes,
2: I do. Because no, he, he thinks make, that
0: the workers are getting is, uppity. If That's if what overheated is economy going is going
2: to be. If there is going to be, he doesn't want a wage price spiral. Because that will lead to multiple waves of inflation. And that's how, they, that's how they'll frame it. It's a different logic to get to the same conclusion. Their their pet economic theories are just doing as doing
1: abstract well. and bullshit to them as they so are to us. They, yeah, they have so I real concerns. I pretty much agree they, with Dean, except – so so right now, the I think the wrinkle is that unions are resurgent, right? And yes. Oh, my god, They're striking low, left here yeah, yeah, every day. Well, low point, but they are resurgent. Yeah, they're, they're right. trying to come back and yeah. they're trying to exert their power Thanks. again. And that and is the
2: real that is the that, real flying the ointment that gets going.
1: Yeah, we're 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 set for a showdown basically, yes, right? Yes, between yes yes, 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 between the powers that be and then la- and labor again. Like this not, hasn't- and
0: and it's not just labor. It's not see. This is the thing. I think vibes are under. Are they? We don't. The we think that we're being smart by ignoring vibes when, in fact, I think the ruling class is very attuned to vibes. And I think when you, they start sensing that the vibe in the air is, you know, like, for example, like, what's behind this UAW demand for 40% raises? You know where that came from? Why are they asking for 40% raises? Is I mean, because inflation? the CEO got a 40% raise. Oh, okay. So they're saying, if that fucking person gets 40%, we want 40%. That's a vibes-based negotiation yeah. there. That's that's a that's a fuck you, right? Like, know I know they're that. not getting 40%. Sure. sure. They're saying, go fuck yourself. If you think that you can keep paying your fucking CEO like this and screwing us, then watch – see see who really deserves – like, see how much a 40% pay raise to the CEO is going to get you in terms of – See the real cost. See the real cost. That's a – it's yeah. a vibes – this is not – just a simple, you know, um, let's let's rebalance, uh, let's have a cola adjustment, right? This is a fuck you to the ruling class. And they know that. They they know that this is a fuck you. They know that there is a vibe in the air where it's an anti elite. This
1: there's real worker resentment, there's a hatred of the elites. There, so what's gonna be the so what do you think is gonna be the fuck you too, the fuck you back? To them, and, they're going yeah, to destroy the economy. To, to the strikes, they're go- they're going
0: to they're, they're going to throw people it on out on the street. Okay, they're going to move. They're going to be like it's what Reagan did. They're they're just like okay, well then fuck you. Then we're moving your job to Mexico. Yeah, that is maybe we can find a Mexican that appreciates the job more than you, motherfucker. And they have no qualms doing that. And they're already setting it up, so they're going to blame China for it or whatever. They've got a million ways to manipulate the media right. and distract and lie and obfuscate about what's really going on. Uh, and they, I'm telling you, man, and I'm not like a, I, honestly, I don't, I've never called myself a leftist. And I'm not even sure I'm supportive of the unions here, but I get it. I mean, yeah, it's
2: pretty clear what's going on. I mean, this yeah, is vibes, think, yeah, dude. They, they, all right, that's the, the that It's vibes. Uh, political vibes, guys. No, no, no that 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 I I would agree. Like if there is a if they can get something, even if they get 20, honestly. Like 40 I get there's just a negotiating position. That will there's been there's been a couple of these wins, right? Like the the pilots, UPS, Kaiser Permanente going on strike now. Yeah, Kaiser. Um
1: uh during COVID, the um the problem. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure that the longshoremen, dock workers, went on strike at some yeah, point. That's true, dude. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that,
2: that led to like the whole, the whole like hundred ship backlog or whatever.
1: What yeah. I'm saying is, I think
0: that if they, if this was just regular union activity where they just wanted a pay increase, yeah, to catch well, up, that's just normal shit. That's, that's just, just normal, normal shit, and that that wouldn't bother them too much. Right? No, but
2: like this, this they're, they're this fine company, with that. This, this is this is like, is like wait, these people are mad. Actually, what was what was GM's uh, what was GM's counteroffer? 20 yeah. percent. Actually, I am curious. Twenty percent? Yeah. Okay. Well they already went for twenty percent. And they said fuck you. Oh right.
1: The, <laughs> unions, <laughs> the union rejected twenty yeah, percent.
0: Yeah, you know, because I think part of this is it's not a negotiation. This is a rebellion. Mm. And this is what I'm saying about people in America is like they're dude. Jan oh, yeah, six, 6 was those, no like. joke, man. I mean, I know it's a silly looking thing, but it was a pretty insane thing to happen. And. Yeah, it never happened before. Never happened before. Like.
1: Like the. Dude, we are shit
0: libs. Do you understand? We are still. L- like. <laughs> look at him. Look at his face. <laughs> 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 My life's pretty good. I don't, I don't know, man. I think you're just. Making shit up. What
2: was it really like that, dude? People are <laughs> insane. Was wasn't Gen Six really just like the leftist media trying to make the Trumpists look bad, dude? No? You need. See, this is why you need to leave the country
0: because when the shit really does hit the fan, you are going to be marched through the streets in fucking. Whoa.
1: No, no. I, I oh wait, wasn't yeah? There was also that thing in what was it? the trucker strike in Canada. Yeah. Oh that yeah, the truck,
2: that was a uh, that was against like vaccines or masks. Oh yeah,
1: that was the COVID stuff. Okay, yeah, there's I, a new
0: there was a there's a new strike that was announced today. Um, was it the Canada? No, in the U.S. There was another big one. I forgot. I forgot I what sector that. it was. Yeah. Well, the it's yeah, I was.
1: I was also mentioning the uh, the Hollywood strike is still going on. Hollywood strike still going driver's on. Strike, the, yeah.
2: the,
0: what,
1: wasn't like there was a UPS strike or something like that.
0: Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The UPS got
1: their demands. Okay. The drivers got their demands on that one. But yeah, but yeah, they they were threatening to like shut down. Dude, that's like half the packages. Yeah. In, <laughs> in the fucking economy, that would have been really bad. No, so. no.
0: Here's the thing. I mean, if they all get their pay raises, yeah, there is an inflationary problem, and I think that they're correct in assessing this wage yes. price spiral thing or whatever.
2: Yes,
0: but. More important than that is the vibes. I think more important, th- I, that's why I'm saying I think that they're, what they're doing with rates is a subtle form of class WMD. Meaning, okay, if it comes down to it, we're going to nuke the whole fucking economy because we will survive and you won't. We will win a war of attrition. Trust us. Right, because we have so much. We have so much, yeah It just yeah. doesn't even matter. And trust me, we have no class solidarity, too. If that means that we have to sacrifice some of our own, fuck it. That's fine. But at the end yeah. of the day, I got the chips. I'm going to survive this. And we can go through a whole fucking decade of pain and misery if need be. But you're going to get back in line. And I think that's the plan. And here's the thing. I don't know if it's going to work. Meaning, like, I don't know if their WMD plans of class warfare is actually going to work. Because I think people are... Cr- I think they're crazy. I think people are cra- I don't think that's we're just going to go to fucking Reaganism again. I think right. we might do well, a real Jan 6. <laughs> like, you know, okay. that was just a dress rehearsal. I mean,
2: it's like this this whole, this whole pendulum thing, right? You never de-reaganized yet. You haven't de-reaganized Right in the sense that, like, well,
0: based on the yeah. u- based on the union activity we have, I <laughs> Well, no, but it's, it's not like
2: it, the uh, labor power is increasing, but it is not like it was in the seventies.
0: I don't think that politically, it's just as easy to crush labor anymore as it is. I think that there is a populist sentiment in the air, there, and they've got to be yeah. careful about crushing. No, no, labor no. no. But I'm,
2: but I'm not comparing to like 2015. I'm talking. I'm, I'm comparing to like 1975. Right, the degree of labor power in 1975, I think, still exceeds.
0: It, it, no, I'm saying that people were ready to say "fuck you" to the labor unions at that point. Yeah, uh, yeah, because because they have gone through so much shit. Yeah, and people were just tired of the blue collars, you know, yes, being you know, whatever. Of, right now, no, I, 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 and at this time, awful. I don't think that's the issue. I don't think people are tired of the blue collars. I think people are like, yeah, hey, if if they if they're, they're going to organize and say "fuck you" to the man, well, they're kind of expressing how I feel too. So I'm not really against these
1: people. Yeah, this people people system. hate people hate white collar now yeah. these days. White collar professionals, yeah. Like they fucking hate <laughs> that class of people, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, basically. I mean, and white yep. collars are going to get
0: sacrificed, dude. That's the other thing. There's going to be a bloodbath uh, for the white yeah. collars, yeah, 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 especially yeah. the precarious ones. Yeah, whatever. this is the, the
2: PMC uh, culling,
0: dude. I mean, Mike, to your point, like about not having, like, that's part of the reason I, because I have never in my entire career felt like I was actually on solid ground here in terms of like the value proposition that I brought to the table i was like a lot of this sounds like bullshit bubbly privilege i feel like i'm just skating on privilege right now i should not be being paid this amount and you know i've always i've never been a comp guy i've never been the type to like really harp on you know honestly look i've made in my career as a lawyer i've made some anywhere between 145,000 and 400 plus thousand dollars a year and it never made a goddamn bit of difference to me it, I never felt I didn't feel different about showing up to work. In fact, the one time when I was making one hundred forty five thousand dollars a year, that was like one of my wow. favorite jobs. Well, so yeah. At, so
1: as as, as someone government. who as someone who's made very little money and also a lot of money, um, it's uh, in, in a in a in a, any given year, um, there's no correlation between. Your enthusiasm for the job or your, <laughs> yeah, or your, life. right? Uh, well, there's no correlation between happiness and, and no, yeah. as long as, yeah, as long, well, Minimal. as long as your bills, as long as your base bills are paid, yes. then, yeah, yeah, as now long it, as I felt is, like
0: I liked my job, meaning like it was, it was, I felt like I was doing a real work of, of some meaning, yeah.
1: whatever,
2: so,
0: I felt fine,
1: right? Fine. And, I didn't and, care how much it was. And made. this isn't, yeah, this isn't like groundbreaking conversation, but I think that the, a lot of the, the problem is in the last 10 years, a lot of people have anchored their expectations towards these super high salaries and, and comp packages. And there is a real risk of an entire generation of people, let's say from age 35 to like 55 who are going to get fucking cratered.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, if I had more faith in the system as being one that was actually functional and therefore I could depend on my, like, you know, I felt like my career made sense and like my job made sense in a system that should, last it was durable I'd be fine making like you know I'd be fine making on the lower end of the spectrum of what I've made throughout my career and say you know that's pretty much where I am I'm not going to make a lot more than that maybe like modest increases over time but if I enjoyed my job and I thought it was durable I'd be a lot more committed to sort of long-term planning under that than I am now where where I can I can I depending on like what Environment, like what kind of job I want to take, I can vary my comp a lot. And yeah, uh, I've, I've but got none got of it of seems like very a, durable to me.
1: I've got more of a mercenary mindset, and that's basically not the standard, as, uh, especially in technology these days. Because mm. you think most you know, I think, are like do-goody kind of. Yeah, they're, they're so tech. Used to be the the industry itself used to be where all the rejects went. Okay. Mm. And then, that, but then over the past 10 years, that's where all the fucking high flyers went. Like all the brand name school people went into tech instead of finance yeah. and law and consulting. Yeah. But that's not the normal state of affairs for the technology industry. It's where all the fucking weirdos were supposed to, you know, that's where we all ended up in the 80s and 90s. But it was still a product-based Yeah. Uh, and, but it goes through waves, right? Like back in the day, like all of the fucking straight-laced people ended up at IBM and at&t yeah, yeah. and it so, like so it goes through waves mission of yeah
2: Redefinition definition of what the industry is right what's that it's, uh, some of it's a redefinition of what the industry is too right like we just say like oh this is the tech sector but the tech sector does
1: yeah it's so yeah. like it, it, yeah because because what are you doing you're automating other industries basically so like fintech is really just finance yes. and you know automation of industrial stuff or whatever is really just manufacturing and you know you know law legal tech is basically just law so it there's a lot of like different uh there's a there's a lot of different ways to interpret what technology is but for the longest time in like let's say the 80s and 90s like that's not where people wanted to end up (laughs) and and now it's it's it might be headed back in that direction at least for for my industry should we uh, should we continue this as a as,
0: as a bonus part of the pod because we're at an hour twenty? Sure, All let's right. go for it. That's the end of part one of a two part podcast. The second part is on our Patreon. If you want to listen to it and be a uh, support our Patreon, go to patreoncom slash <laughs> you.